Module 4, Lesson 3 Expectations versus Reality If you think back to Module 2, you will remember how our self-esteem is what we think and feel about ourselves. We can think and feel positively about ourselves, producing high self-esteem. Or we can think and feel negatively about ourselves, producing low self-esteem. This lesson is all about how our core beliefs impact our self-esteem and, as a consequence, our relationship with food and our weight. Imagine for a moment that you hold a core belief that you are only a success in life if you live in a mansion. Maybe that core belief came from the words and teachings of your money-obsessed parents or from the wealth-focused culture you grew up in. Maybe it came from seeing celebrities showing off their cribs on MTV and you aspired to live in a similar house one day. Either way, that core belief produces a line of code in your subconscious that says, anything less than living in a mansion is failure in life. You could live in a big house and earn good money and have a happy and healthy family, a great social life, great friends and a great career. You could pretty much have everything you need, but because your house isn't a mansion, there is an underlying feeling that you're failing in life. That underlying feeling deep in your subconscious produces low self-esteem and mental distress. You feel bad about yourself and low about yourself all because you haven't fulfilled that core belief you developed as a child. Now consider someone else who has a different core belief around property. Their core belief is that having a roof over your head means you're winning in life. That core belief emanated from the teachings of their parents who reminded them that people all over the world are homeless and would give anything to have any kind of property, let alone a mansion. For this person, buying a small flat would be a huge boost to their self-esteem. If they then went on to buy a small house, they would have an underlying feeling that they were completely winning at life. They would feel good about themselves and have high self-esteem because they have fulfilled their unique core belief. A core belief that is much healthier and much more realistic than the person believing success in life lies in buying a mansion. What I'm trying to teach you is how core beliefs, the beliefs we develop as a child, can set us up for a life of low self-esteem and feeling like you're failing at life, or a life of high self-esteem and feeling like you're winning at life. It's not the reality that produces an individual's high or low state of self-esteem, but how their reality matches up to their core beliefs. The person in a big house still has low self-esteem because that big house is not a mansion. The person in a small flat has high self-esteem because the small flat is a roof over their head and a far better place than being homeless. Here is a key phrase that summarises this. Happiness is the distance between your expectations and reality. Our core beliefs set our expectations for life. Our subconscious is constantly observing our reality and measuring it up to our core beliefs. And when our reality doesn't match up to our core beliefs, 
That's when low self-esteem and unhappiness occurs. That low self-esteem and unhappiness then produces a mental environment where someone is much more prone to overeating food. They develop an eating addiction to highly palatable foods to soothe the underlying feeling deep in their subconscious that they are failing at life and unworthy. This means the person whose core belief is that success only comes with buying a mansion is far more prone to overeating and weight gain than the person whose core belief is that success comes from having a roof over your head. How can we apply this to our children and to ourselves? Well, if you hold a core belief brainwashed into you by your parents and by diet culture that success in life is a certain weight, shape or size, then if you don't achieve that weight, shape or size, you will always suffer with that underlying feeling deep in your subconscious that you are failing at life. I've trained hundreds of women who hold a core belief that success in life is wearing size 8 clothes. Then when they've bought size 10 clothes, their self-esteem plummets and to soothe the pain of low self-esteem caused by their size 10 body, they develop an eating addiction that pushes their body to size 12, then size 14, then size 16 and so on up. In short, they are gaining weight and size due to the low self-esteem produced by a core belief that is a lie. It is as ridiculous to believe that success in life is size 8 clothes as it is to believe that success in life is a size 8 shoe. Children who are taught to believe that slimness equals success will always be more prone to eating addiction and weight gain than children who are taught success is nothing to do with our weight, shape and size. That's why we need to teach our children healthy, realistic core beliefs, especially around their weight, shape and size. Some examples. I am worthy of love at any weight, shape or size. I can be successful at any weight, shape or size. Health can be achieved at any weight, shape or size. Being kind is more important than being slim. An elephant with those core beliefs imprinted on its map will navigate the world in a much healthier, much safer way and be far less prone to the lure of diets and slimming clubs that cause weight gain. A child who is fat-shamed at school will be far less likely to run off and start the diet, restriction, binge-eating cycle if they have high self-esteem from core beliefs that are nothing to do with their weight. So have a think about what core beliefs you might teach your children. So team, that's lesson three. And I want you to think about your own core beliefs around your body. If you go deep inside and really think about what's important to you and think about how you feel about your body behind that, there will be core beliefs that drive your state of self-esteem at any given time. Many of you will have core beliefs that you don't know are there, but they are around your weight, shape and size that are producing this underlying feeling of dissatisfaction, low self-esteem, even depression that leaves you far more prone to eating addiction. So if you can find those core beliefs and change those core beliefs, 
you'll find that your relationship with food and your control over your weight will be transformed.